World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Man, oh man, oh man, it's just, it's, it's so buzzing around us, everything going on around us. It's, it's, really, it's really hard for us, isn't it, to keep up with exactly what's going on. And I'm excited today. Everybody looks frozen. We okay? Can you guys hear me okay? And I look at my screen. Okay, it looks good. Okay. Um, really, uh, I get up every morning. I, I, <laughs> this is show 1,977. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? 1,977 shows. And it's changed my whole life because uh, it's the focus of my day. I get up early. I, uh, I, I, you know, I go to the Lord. So what are we, we going to talk about today, Lord? And I try to bring stuff to you. I, don't, I try to bring a, a combination of Bible and information. I try to blend those two together in case you guys haven't, haven't picked up on that. And a lot of times we dive into spiritual issues. A lot of times we'll dive into theology. And I'm not a theologian. In fact, uh, if you ask me right now to explain to you Arminianism, I, I'm not really sure I could do it. If you explain to me, ask me to explain to you really deeply what is uh, dispensationalism, I could sort of tell you, but I, I really couldn't. Because, again, I was raised Catholic. So my whole training up until I received Christ at, in 1988 at 30, 37 years old, I had, no, I had no biblical training or understanding or, or anything. So I started hearing these things, eschatology. And, uh, I mean, you guys could run down that road with it, dispensationalism, Arminianism. And, and it started talking about the seventh heaven and all this, all this stuff that I didn't, I really, I've been self-educated by self-educated. I mean, I've just spent a lot of time on the internet watching videos and studying for myself and uh, realizing uh, that it's okay to question things. The Bible says you shall know the truth. And if you know the truth, it sets you free. And so Rush Limbaugh said, we're on a relentless pursuit of the truth. That's why that's really what I'm trying to do here. And I don't mean ever, I don't, I don't know how to do what we do here without stepping on somebody's theology. I just, I just don't know how to do it. I, I would think, I, I think all of you would hope with me out there that if it's not true, you don't want to believe it. You don't want to believe it if it's not true. And like I was talking the other day, and I don't want to get going on it again, okay? The rapture, the rapture theory. Do you know that over, over 60% of organized Christendom doesn't, does not believe that? They don't believe in the raptures. Over 60% of denominational Christianity doesn't believe in the rapture. Yet those who do, who have bought into that, that, uh, sound, that, that sounds awful, that, that becomes their theology. Man, you cannot shake them off of it. They call it the blessed hope and people get upset. And uh, look, friends, this is, this is uh, I don't know, Bob, how about this? This is rubber. This is rubber. So what's your point, coach? It's rubber. It's not maybe rubber. It's not maybe that could be rubber. We believe it's rubber. Our church believes it's rubber. And this church over here doesn't believe it's rubber. That's that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about essential doctrines of Christianity. And I'm going to tell you something. Those of you who believe in the rapture, you could be right. And if you're right, then that means about 60% of Christianity is wrong. And if there isn't a rapture, then that means 60% of Christianity is right and 40% is wrong. Yet we cling to these beliefs as if we really, really know. So I'm, I'm not afraid to, to go where angels fear to tread, all right? I'm not afraid to talk about this stuff. And I don't know why you get mad. I mean, most of you don't get mad. Some of you do. We have people who don't come back to the queue because of some theological point we brought up. So I'm not going to shy away, and it's not a popularity contest, and that's not what it's about. And I'm going to bring some more of that stuff here today because I, I'm, 
I don't, I don't think I'm special, but I, I, if you guys ever, if you guys ever dig a hole and as you get down in the hole, you start out, you got this black, what I guess now they call topsoil. You get those post diggers, right? You're digging. You start out that topsoil and then you get down there, maybe there's a little layer of sand or maybe there's a little layer of gravel and you get down under that and then you got to dig some clay out, right? It's layer, 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 layer. I believe truth's kind of that way. I believe it's like digging a post hole. When you get down in there, you say, golly, I thought all, I thought all dirt was topsoil. And you get down there, oh, no, it's not topsoil. There's, look, there's some gravel down there. Wow, yeah, wow. And the deeper you go into the hole, eventually you find out at the base of really what it's all about. And over the years of, of however many years of Christianity has been around, what, uh, 2000, 20, 20, what is this, 2020, 2024 years? Actually, longer than that, 36 years that supposedly Jesus Christ lived. And a lot of stuff they've taught us that isn't true, just isn't true. And I want to I want to know the essentials. I want the truth to set me free. I'm a big boy. I can face it. And uh, that's what I that's what I try to do here. So, um, look, please, September 23rd, mark your calendars again. Uh, Spencer, if you could pull up uh, survival401k.com. Well, I'm, I'm putting all this together. It's going to be a it's going to be a three day, a three hour a three-topic seminar on 401, 401 survival 401ks. In other words, you can control your own. We're doing this, folks, because I'm concerned about your future and my future. Some of you have a retirement account. Some of you have 401ks, and they could go away tomorrow. And so it says join the retirement revolution. 401k means that you can take control. Ross Powell and his company will show you how to take control of your own retirement in that that you have laying in a retirement account, you can use it to buy what? Alternative investments, gold, silver, real estate, all kinds of stuff. And so we're going to do We're going to do a show on this specifically for you guys, followed by an expert on precious metals, explain to you, how do you know the press or why you should do it? Yada, yada, yada. And followed by uh, helping you figure out again, what to do with your estate, estate planning. So when you pass on, Money doesn't go to some lawyer. So we're going to do all that on September 23rd, and I'm still working on the details of it, but please mark that down on your calendar because it's going to be really important. In fact, it would be one of those things I would hope that you would share with others because you have friends who don't watch Coach Dave Live who really, really need this, this valuable information that we're going to put out on the 23rd, okay? Prepare to stand. Cool? All right, let's see. Uh, uh, Spencer, let's go to... Where was it? A question. I, I did my Brideon show yesterday, and it was kind of amazing, really, for, for me, because it came out of nowhere. I was, sit, I was sitting around uh, talking to myself, and so I, so I asked myself this question. I said, uh, hey, self, uh, <clears throat> all these things that have gone on, what if, it's not, what if it's not our own government that's doing it? What, what if... What if we are already at war and we don't realize that we are? What if World War III has already started? Lord, let the words of our meditation and heart be pleased in your sight. Direct us here, Lord, in Jesus' name. What if we're already at war and the government officials know that we're already at war? We're living in a culture and a society and a time of technology where war can come from so many different places and so many different sources. And what if the people on our, look, look, not everybody in D.C. can be a bad guy. Not everybody can be. What's going on, right? What is going on? Well, we know this, don't we, that, that, the, that it's a war between the seed of the serpent and the seed of the woman. We understand that from, from Genesis. It's a battle between Christianity and Luciferianism, that's the battle. And we know that Jesus Christ is the author of life. And the devil is not the author of death, but he's the promoter of death. So ultimately, the battle is Jesus wants Christianity to expand the kingdom and have more children. And the devil wants to do just the opposite. He wants to destroy the kingdom of God and have less children. And as everywhere we look across 
uh, the spectrum of the Luciferians, it's all about population reduction. Is anybody picking that up other than me? Is anybody realizing that? Everything that's going on is population reduction. Now, I'm going to pause real quick. and I don't want you to have to raise your hand. I just want you just casually on your own. <clears throat> Show me, just somebody share with me, some way in which they are attacking our ability to survive. Okay. Somebody go ahead. Say, just say one. Food. Air. Food. Next one. Food. Yeah. Air. Air. Next one. Water. Supply. Water. Water. The word of God. Destroying the word of God. Food. Food. Viruses. Fires. Bloods. What chemtrails? Lice. Right? Are you are you following me here? Follow me here. What if what we're seeing is the devil, the kings of this earth really are conspiring against the Lord and against his anointed? And we saw on the Georgia Guidestones, and we've seen in other places that their goal is what? Population reduction, right? We know this. We know this. And so if they're going to effectively reduce our population, if they're going to re- effectively take over, over the world, new world order, one world government, can somebody tell me what stands in their way? What's the one thing that stands in their way? Too many people. Yeah, but what's preventing? What's what's what? what the what's true, preventing? the Christian, the true-hearted Christian. Yes, the Christianity is the only barrier against all this, right? It's the only barrier because it's the seed of the serpent against the seed of the woman. So it's the devil against Christian. See, look, folks, I'm going to tell you something. The devil is not after Islam, huh? The devil is not after Shinto or what. The devil's not after some of these other religions. The frontal assault is on Christianity. And dare I say it, the last barrier of Christianity in America is right here, right where we are. This is it. If the United States goes down, we're going to go into how many years of darkness? Because Christianity is the light. Jesus is the light of the world, right? So if they can snuff out Christianity, darkness will prevail. Where the spirit of the Lord is, can somebody finish that? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Freedom, liberty. If they destroy Christianity, if they destroy Christian, if they destroy liberty in America, are they trying to do that, friends? Are they trying to destroy liberty in America? Yeah, yeah. The tyranny of good intentions. So they come up with this plan, and they they want to make everybody uh, uh, they want to make everybody safe. So they say. And so what do they do? They start wanting to sell us electric cars, right? And why? Because behind it, the devil never comes as the devil. He always comes as an angel of light. And they said, "We'll save the world if we can just get everybody to quit using fossil fuels, which really aren't fossil fuels, and, and, and get them to use electric. If we can just get them to use electric, friends, come on, come on, come on." Because if you have an electric car, how, am I going to be able to drive from here to Washington, D.C. in an electric car? Am I going to be able to do that? Uh, not like nope. today. Not like where I can get in a car and pull off at any intersection and fill up my tank. No, no. Uh-uh. Can you get in your car and drive from here to Washington, D.C. and know exactly where to pull off and be able to charge your car? Of course not. So they limit your ability to travel. All right. Are you, are you, are you with me? So this came to me yesterday, yesterday morning, just before I did, just before the Brideon show took off to understand what is asymmetrical warfare. And for some of you who watch Brideon, some of this is going to be a repeat, but I think it's critical for us to understand exactly what is going on. Are you looking at me? We are already at war. We are already at war. And really, we've been at war for quite a while because what is it they want to do? Come on now. Come on, class. What ultimately is it that the Luciferians have to do? Depopulate. Control. They got to destroy the seed of the woman. If they don't destroy the seed of the woman, they can't win. 
They can't win. That's why the focus is everywhere you look on Christianity. And they're talking about depopulation and Mother Earth and the planet can't hold something. Why? Because Christ dwells in the seed of the woman. And the seed of the woman is his barrier against evil. You with me? Are you, are you, are you picking up where I'm going here? Boom. And we don't understand it, see? We, we think it's Republican, Democrat, Ukraine, Russia. No, 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 no. It's all distraction. I'm going to show it to you because it, it made sense to me yesterday when I began to do some research about what, exactly what it is that's going on. Go ahead, Dale. You know, when you think about a country, you're going back. How are they taking us out? Our food or waters? They they don't want to nuke. Listen, a nuclear war is off the table because right. then everybody everybody loses. But a smart person is like, no, we want their farmland, we want their farm equipment, we want their industry, we want all that stuff, all the structure in place. We just got to get rid of the people. That's right. Well, except That's in a place, deal. except in a place like Mao. I don't know. I saw. I got to get Jamie Walden on. I, I watched a video he did yesterday with with uh, Dave. Uh, uh, David Hodges. Oh my God! It opened my eyes. It opened my eyes. Hey, folks. What if those? I don't think there's any doubt that they're shooting waves from the sky, and they're I, I, weather manipulation. I, there's folks. Come on, wake up. There's no doubt that's going on, right? But what if these attacks that are happening to us are not American? What if this is asymmetrical warfare being done by our enemies, whoever those enemies might be? And the reason that we're, our response against it is so soft and so weak is because the powers that be understand what's going on and they don't know what to do about it. Because if they do something about it, it will be all out war. Are you picking up what I'm laying down yet? Jamie, well, I got to find that video. I was looking for it this morning, didn't find it. It's powerful, powerful what Jamie was telling us. That the Maui in particular is the hub. Whoever controls Maui, see, Maui is the barrier. Think about when the world, for Second World War started, where did, where did they attack, friends? Where did they attack when they started the Second World War? Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor, the Hawaiian Islands. Why? Because they are the barrier between liberty and tyranny, the Hawaiian Islands. Are you with me? You with me? So, yes, yes, Brian, it's a strategic military location, Maui is. And what if what's happening to us is being done by our enemies rather than, you know, we conspiracy, conspiracy-minded folk would say, well, it's our own government. Well, what if it's not? What if it's not our own government? And what if our, own, what if our own government understands but don't know what to do about it? Or what if those who are in positions of authority know and really don't care? What if they're really playing on the other side? So I want to crack something open for you here real quick. Man, the hands are going up. Here's what I'm worried about taking it taking right now. I'm going, I'm going to let you come in. I'm going to be short. But I, I, listen, I'm going somewhere. And I don't want to get off this topic. But I'm going to trust you a second. Go ahead, Keith, and then Tom. Go, Keith. Yeah, the fires in California and Maui. There's also a, a map in Canada where they have different places that got fires are going to going to well, happen. Of course, they got to destroy Canada too because the, Canada's part of what? That's part of us, whether we realize. Underneath it. those fires, there's also a map of where there's um, the chemical to make batteries, uh, lithium. Underneath those areas that they've got. Okay, so you're, Tom, Keith, you're on page 12 and I'm on page two. Amen. Tom Stout, go. Yeah, Coach, back in uh, February of 2023, they had the uh, mysterious green lasers over Hawaii. Mm. I don't. Hey, got not, that. Tom, not only that, Tom, not only that, do you remember when the air balloon, the Russian air balloon flew across America? We couldn't figure out why they didn't shoot it down, right? Huh? Well, see, uh, Newsweek says they were probably Chinese satellites, the green lasers. Yeah, if you, so, if you can trust Newsweek, right? Amen. Jack, come on in, Jack. Quickly, then no more. Jack, then no more. Go, Jack. Okay, if you're enemy for a war, you have to know where your enemy is. So it's all tracking. We're being tracked everywhere. Every time you go through a post, 
ends in your car are photographed every time you move. Because Jack, because yes, because folks, listen, this all ties together, see, because this a this asymmetrical warfare, which I'm going to talk about here in a second, would not have been wouldn't have been possible 20 years ago because of the technology, right? 20 years ago, did you guys have one of these? 20 years ago, did you have the internet? 20 years ago, could we have been able to do this? No, we have now instant communication, right? So what was what's going on could never have been done before. Couldn't, but it can be done now. So bear with me because I'm going to show you something, okay? Uh, pull up uh, number one and play it at a 1.5 speed. And this is Greg Grease asking yourself this question. Can you put it at 1.5 speed? Ask yourself this. Is this part of the depopulation agenda that's going on? All across floods, right? Floods, fires, food, killing it. Well, uh, pl- go ahead, play. 1.5. In 1972, The Limits to Growth was published by the Club of Rome. The book suggested that swift human depopulation would save the planet. In 2018, The Limits to Growth co author Dennis Meadows explained how we need to murder billions Listen. of people. The planet can support something like a billion people maybe two billion, depending on how much liberty and how much material consumption you want to have. If you want more liberty and more consumption, you have to have fewer people. And conversely, you can have more people. I mean, we could even have eight or nine billion, probably, if we have a very strong dictatorship, which is smart. It's, unfortunately, you never have smart dictatorships. They're always stupid. So, But if you had a smart dictatorship and a low standard of living, you can have it. But, but we want to have freedom and we want to have a high sentence. So we're going to have a billion people. And we're now at seven, so we have to get back down. I hope that this can be slow, relatively slow, and that it can be done in a way which is relatively equal. Overpopulation is a lie. With old school sustainable farming and the end of big government, there is enough room on this planet for several billion. And while the Earth's climate does change, most of what we are seeing is contrived. The fires breaking out all across the world are being blamed on climate change, even though hundreds of arsonists have been caught starting them. Most recently, 79 people were arrested for starting fires in Greece. Direct energy weapons, or dues, are able to start fires from above and can utilize microwave technology to burn homes from within. In 2013, the mainstream media reported that we were able to make rain and lightning. I mean, lasers, really, to change the weather? By firing trillion watt lasers, you rip apart the electrons, creating what are called ions, and these ions act like seeds, like dust particles, bringing down rain and even lightning. This week in Michigan, residents reported a strange strobe-like lightning. The event was captured on weather radar, which showed a very unnatural-looking spiral. That's some conspiracy theory shit right there. Making it rain has been possible for decades, and we have come a long way since then. With a high-frequency active auroral research program known as Arp. HARP, we can now create hurricanes, and we can control their direction with next-generation weather radar transmitters known as NEXRAD. By building up an electromagnetic charge and dispersing it underground as direct current VLF waves or very low-frequency waves, the NEXRAD radar transmitters are able to trigger earthquakes. Earthquakes and explosives can trigger tsunamis. These are the technologies that we know of, and that only leaves volcanoes and tornadoes. Funded by Peter Thiel, AVE Tech Energy Corporation began work in 2012 on a device to produce a 130-foot-tall tornado. And a former U.S. intelligence officer recently told State of the Nation that the U.S. has already triggered a volcano. Climate change is not only a hoax, it's a depopulation program, and our entire government is going along with it. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Okay, okay, so so what? Come on now, come on. What's the goal of the seed of the serpent? What's the goal of the seed of the serpent? I'm asking. What's that, Betty? To stop the return of Christ. And take control. That's right. To control the population, particularly the Christians, right? To destroy the seed of the woman, okay? Huh? Folks, y'all got to understand that in this depopulation, they ain't going to depopulate their buddies. They're not going to do that. The depopulation is going to come from us. From we, we're already at war. Okay, so oh, I've been waiting all morning to do this. To do this. So again, what is General Flynn calls it fifth generation warfare? Now here, let me let me start out. First generation warfare with sticks and and rocks, right? Second generational warfare, I'm just kind of get you to think here as we progressed. Second generational warfare became uh, swords and arrows. Third generation became guns against guns. And then fourth generational warfare became bombs and 
nuclear. And now we are in fifth generation. In other words, we've developed these weapons to kill for what they call five generations, meaning the process of our weaponry getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. You with me? So David started this whole mess with first generational warfare, which was what? A rock. Goliath said, you come to me with a sword and a spear. That's what Goliath said. That was the nuclear weapon. That was the that was the uh, the AR-15 of the day. He said, you come to me with the greatest weapons you have. You bring a sword and you bring a stone, right? What David said, no, dude, this day I'm going to feed your flesh to the fowls of the air because I come to you in the name of the Lord. Are you with me? You picking this up? So now we are in what's called fifth generational warfare. And this is a real short, quick video to explain it to you. So folks, the fifth generational warfare has now become a technocratic warfare. A warfare beyond what we ever figured they could do through information, through internet, through the control of waves. Wow, go ahead and play it. Every age has its own. I want to read this, freeze it. I want to read this because people are listening. Every age has its own kind of war, its own limiting conditions, and its own peculiar preconceptions. That was General Carl von Clausewitz. Go ahead. First generation warfare. Warfare has evolved. Over time, over time, humanity has become better and better at destroying one another. War became industrial, right? Think about the war and the Revolutionary War where they're putting their muskets, right, as that progressed to the First World War, where we actually had guns, right? And the progression, okay? So keep going. Third generational warfare was nuclear. Good evening, my fellow Americans. Tonight, I want to talk to you on a subject of deep concern to all Americans. We now have the power to end the world many times over suddenly without warning. Fourth generation warfare. Planes attacking towns. Hang on, freeze. Fourth generational warfare. Citizens are now part of the battlefield. The lines between war and politics, combatants and civilians have blurred and nation states no longer have monopoly of the battlefield. So think about BLM. What's BLM doing? They are, how do you fight BLM? How do you, how do you fight that? This is fourth generational warfare now involving average everyday citizens and the media and the churches. Go ahead. Fifth-year warfare is already in motion. It's been in motion for years. So what's the big picture? Fifth generation. They all work together. For the entire two hours. Stealing personal data. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. For the first time, the U.S. joined by European allies and NATO partners publicly condemned China for malicious cyber hacks and directly hiring hackers. So, freeze that right there. So, fifth-generational warfare is a warfare of the mind, friends. Think about what they've been doing to. Think of how they controlled our minds with COVID. Think how they did Russia, 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 Russia with Trump. Think about protect your mind and control your emotions. They want civil war. Do you understand that? They want us killing each other now. You better understand this. The last bastion of freedom is the good old U.S. of A. By the way, Christian U.S. of A. And the only way that they can ever be victory in is polarization is the enemy. Blacks against whites, rich against poor, Republicans against them. This is fifth generational warfare. With me? Go ahead and finish the video. Polarization is, is the enemy. All right. You went, good picture there, right? You understand what's going on? 
So they've got us now fighting against each other, and then they don't even have they don't even have to do anything. They tell us there's going to be a virus released, and we start fighting with each other. We got our local police fighting against the local citizens. We got people fighting against their past. So we are destroying ourselves, right? Amen. You see, are you getting the picture? See what's going on. So uh, the next one is General Flynn, real quick. Put this at about put this also at about one point five speed, and this is. On the Epoch Times, the Epic Times, General Flynn explaining the same thing we just talked about. Go ahead. General Flynn, I wanted to touch on a subject that more and more people are, are beginning to talk about, uh, especially uh, about a month or two ago. There was a video that was released by the Twitter account of the Fort Bragg's Fourth Psychological Operations Group. It was a recruiting video. It was really eerie, really weird, uh, talking about psychological warfare operations. And so a lot of people were shocked by it, but it also brought this idea of fifth generation warfare to sort of the mainstream you know, yeah. public discourse. Can you explain to the audience who have, might, might have never heard of it, what is fifth generation warfare? Well, first of all, dear, uh, everybody always tries to define warfare differently, or, you know, they try to define it as to what it is, what type of war that we're involved in. You know, first generation war, now they say fifth generation war. Uh, war uh, between military forces, that's sort of third generation, that's kind of the force on force, big wars like we had in, uh, you know, in, in places like Europe or, or the Pacific, and uh, actually in places like Vietnam, where it started to morph and you get this fourth generation war, which is sort of the, you know, they, the, it was a Marine general, I forget, I think he was the one that dubbed the three block war, mm-hmm. <clears throat> where you're fighting insurgencies and you're fighting in a very small, small area. You know, jungle or, or the desert or, or villages and such. Um, so fifth generation warfare is, is not, it's not a new form of warfare. It's just being, it's, it's raising uh, its head because people are looking at what are the elements of warfare that are imposed upon an adversary or a society. Mm-hmm. And so it's interesting that uh, you bring up the psychological operations recruiting uh, video, I believe is what you're talking about, you're, you're referring to. And in, in uh, fifth generation warfare, I, I, part of what I call it is I call it a war of narratives where there's distraction, there's deception, there's truth, there's uh, some physical uh, aspects of it. Freeze it. What? Lies, deception, and fear. Oh, my. Lies, deception, and fear. Isn't that what he just said in a roundabout way? Isn't that what he just said? It's a battle of the mind, lies, deception, and fear. And a little bit of truth, they mix a little bit of truth in there, but it's all lies, deception, and fear in the fifth generational warfare. Go ahead. Uh, there are, uh, there's certainly uh, adversarial elements. There's adversarial elements within it that are, um, that are not normal, uh, what you would describe as, as military-type capabilities, right? Media mm-hmm. would be part of that. Uh, propaganda. So smart leaders, smart uh, generals over time, over the history of time, have always used distraction, deception, uh, untruths, um, and mixed with some truth. That would be a little bit of what we would refer to in the world of deception, particularly deception operations in a military campaign. So you have to have all of these different components, you know, before you even start talking about the physical things that you might do or might not do. But you have to have a different set of adversaries. So right now, I believe in our country, and that's why it's interesting that uh, this um, commercial came up, essentially this recruiting commercial came up, they are trying to recruit in this new world. You know, in psychological operations have been around a long time. They've always been trying to recruit, and they, and they get really talented people. They get very talented people, very creative, very, very uh, sort of deep thinkers, some people that would you ne- you're not necessarily say, oh, yeah, this is a perfect soldier for the Army, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a little bit, they're, uh, they're, they're really, really uh, talented ones are the ones that you want to have that kind of creativity. Okay, you so can pull it down. You can pull it down. They- you get the point, right? So what, what they are doing, what the Luciferians are doing, the ones who want to do what? Destroy the seed of the woman. The, the ones who want to be in control of the world, they have got to kill off the Christians, folks. They've got to do it. And that's why they infiltrated the churches, because if they took over the churches, they could do what? They could sissify the men. Anybody who would stand up and push back against it, they could sissify. Think about January 6th as psychological warfare. The message was not after the J6ers. The message was to anybody else who was going to come. Lies, deceptions, and fear. Fifth generational warfare, right? Right? And so now we're all sitting around, we're watching what happened in Maui. And what if that wasn't? What if that was the Chinese that did that to us? but they don't know how to tell us. We're in an information war. We live in a time when most of the information you get from the mainstream media sources is not the truth. It's censored 
it's it's directed information all for a different you with me you with me do i have time here lord do you have time to do that yeah pull up uh number five real quick for me Mm. hang on hang on hang on pull up number six now, I want to see that there in just a second. But pull up number six for me, real quick, right there. Look at it. Look at that. Freeze it, then John when it gets down. Or Spencer, freeze it, right there, folks. Those are the fifty-one intelligence officials who lied to us that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russia was fake. Can you freeze that for Spencer at the bottom there? Just can pause it. Okay, they won't let you do it. There they are, folks. The 51 intelligent officials who told us that the uh, that Hunter laptop Hunter's laptop was disinformation. There's 51 of them right there, and what fifth generational warfare? Those guys right there stole an election. Those guys right there stole an election. Are you are you tracking with me? You tracking with me? This is all by design. Fifth generational warfare. What? Technological battleground of the mind playing out in front of us. These people here should all hang. Why should they all hang? Because it was a lie. They knew it was a lie and they did it anyway. Our trusted governmental officials, they should all hang. Will they? I don't know. Okay, go back to that other chart real quick. Oh, uh, I got, I got to get, I'm sorry, asymmetrical warfare. Here's an introduction to it. I'm going through, go through it real, real quickly. I just found this the other day. Click to the next one. <clears throat> Can you make it? Uh, click to the next one. That's the credits. Go to the next one. Start with number four. Objectives. Oh, go ahead. Next one. Asymmetrical warfare. There it is. David against Goliath. Look at Goliath. He's got his old-fashioned armor on and david gets drops him with a stone that is asymmetrical warfare meaning what meaning the weak in asymmetrical warfare the weak have a way to defeat the strong symmetrical means equal force equal forces right i'm strong you're strong muhammad ali against sunny liston that's equal that's a that's a symmetrical war right asymmetrical war is david somehow finding a rock to take down all the technology that Goliath had. That's asymmetrical warfare. So what the left is doing right now is they are doing little, they're setting little brush fires. They're, they're having a, uh, they have a riot in Seattle and they'll have a riot in Milwaukee and they'll have a riot in, a, are, are you getting it? Are you getting it? And they're advancing their agenda through these things where they're having great impact. Hey, we went to the Georgia Guidestones and prayed. That's asymmetrical warfare. Are you, Craig, you hearing me out there? We went, we, oh yeah, oh yeah. This is what, this is what we're engaging in. Go to the next one real quick. So asymmetrical warfare does what? David and Goliath, unsophisticated versus sophisticated. Poor countries against the rich countries. Threat can be internal or external, right? You don't know where it's, it's often state sponsored and supported. The attacking opponent. Uh, via direct means such as terrorism, critical infrastructures, avoid combat with unconventional forces. They tend to have a purpose that focuses on force, but not always the case. Unconventional means poisoning water, food supplies, exploitation of media by staging scenes to sway public opinion. Examples, Vietnam, blah, 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 right? We've seen it. We've seen it. What was 911? Did the world change after 911? What if that was an asymmetrical war and all of America changed over something that really was a false flag? Next one. It gives the weak an ability to beat the strong. Why is it so dangerous? Because it's of our over-reliance on technology. <laughs> they got all of the information. They got everything that they need, right? And so they shut down the internet. We're screwed. They shut down your phone, you're screwed. Somebody say amen. Know what I'm talking about, right? Huh? Shut down this. If they shut down this, how do we how do we get together and meet? How do, how do we do it? So our open society and belief that the U.S. is impervious to a foreign attack because complacency kills. They're already attacking us. Asymmetrical warfare can hit anytime, anywhere, and anything. Our greed 
or failing moral character. They capitalize on the fact that we're greedy and we've lost our moral character, right? That's why the the officials can lie to us and nobody does anything about it. We have no moral character anymore. Immigrant smuggling, drug dealing, money laundering, illegal selling of technologies and equipment. Hillary, oh my goodness, uneducated advisors, listen, uneducated advisors to senior government officials or the officials themselves who deploy forces without long-term considerations. They gave you a jab and didn't even know what the long-term effects would be of it, and you took it. Why? Because we've been programmed asymmetrical. Oh, this is good, isn't it? Oh, this is good. This is what's going on. We're already at war. Go to the next one. I'll put this in the chat. You can do it yourself. Go to the next one. <clears throat> so the fourth, that fourth generation was formless, most deadly kind of war. Required constant preparation. Fourth generation, you had to always be on your toes. You didn't know where they were going to hit you. Can you say terrorist attacks, 911, Muslims blowing up bombs? Can you, can you say it? You, you couldn't protect yourself against it. You didn't know whether it was mosques. You didn't know. You didn't know, right? You didn't know. That was fourth generation. Well, what's fifth generation? We're in fifth generation now. Fourth generation war. So I don't want to. Fourth generation war will require much more intelligence gathering analysis. They're talking. Go ahead. Go to the next one. <clears throat> go on. So they're still talking about fourth generation in this clip. So you, you can pull this down. We have now moved on to fifth. Hang on. Back, 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 back. That was a good one. Ethnic cleansing. Here's what's going on. Ethnic cleansing. Human shields attacking networks, exploitation of rules of engagement, laws of war, exploitation of U.S. laws and the Constitution destroying it, World Trade Center, employment of uh, WND, okay, flooding refugees into neighborhoods and countries, exploiting our humanitarian relief organizations through the Red Cross and CARE and Catholic Social Services and giving all of our money to these other crises that are happening, and we're broke. We don't even have any bombs. We can't even defend ourselves anymore. We used to have the most powerful military in the world. And what did we do? We gave all of our military to Afghanistan. What? And not a peep from the people. And they're still doing it to us. Where? Where are they doing it to us even right now? Where are they doing it? Ukraine. Ukraine, same thing over and over and over. Doing what? Bleeding the most powerful nation in the world so that one world government can come. It's amazing, isn't it? This is amazing. This is what we're dealing with, friends. And we don't understand it. We are already at war, right? Lies, deception, and fear. I got to show you real quick, Vid, really quick. Go down to... uh, uh, which one is it? The melted car. Melted car. Number two. Now I'm going to open it up. Oh, man. Don't have much time. Uh, friends, I want you to see this, okay? Let me explain it before you see it. Put it at about the one-minute mark. This guy here is doing this. Uh, he's he's a citizen journalist because there's a there's a media f- uh, freeze in in, uh, in Maui. Did you know that? You know the media is not allowed in there? You know what, why? Because pictures tell a thousand words. And this guy's somehow just doing it every day on his phone. I want you to watch this. It's going to take you to a melted car out in the middle of a field where there wasn't even a fire. Go ahead. Disappear. If, that. If, that, if, this, if this melted, how did that cone not completely disappear? Because if you look at this vehicle, and I want you to notice the burn, the amount of grass, as you can see, that burned in the char marks. This, this car is basically completely surrounded by gravel. And you can see a small little, well, small little flames right here when this grass burned. Yet, when you turn and look right in this direction, besides seeing Dylan, my technical cameraman, you can see this car. And for all you scientists out there that have been sending me images and you're asking me if they're real, I'm here to tell you, in Jesus' name, what we're showing you is real live on YouTube. So if you enjoy content like this, we ask you to please immediately like this, share this, and subscribe to the channel. Why? Because... You are our only hope of getting this out to the world through the YouTube algorithm. This is a tire that is gone. These are the braids of steel inside the tire. Look at this particular 
rim. Is it safe to say these are aluminum? Look at the windshield. What's that? Are these aluminum? Yeah, that's cast aluminum wheels. Cast aluminum wheel, you can see the... They're melted, melted and, and there the was no fire around Look it. at the windshield. That is a windshield right there that is completely melted. We have some jumper cables in the back of the vehicle. We have some cast aluminum here that's pulverized. It just dust. How is that possible for a grass fire that did not come from this direction? Because you can see there's nothing that's been burned over here. What could cause that type of destruction when you have a grass fire on this side that obviously didn't connect? But even if it was a grass fire. And it's and still even, only half burned. I mean, yeah, you can see there's even some grass over here that's still standing. It's not even been burned. So even down below, directly below this, you can see some wood fence posts that were burned, but you can see all that grass is still good. So how do you get this car this hot? In the comments section, I need to hear from you guys. Honestly, okay. I need yeah. you here in the comments section. By the way, folks, already in the chat, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they've put in there that uh, video of Jamie Walden. That's, I'm telling you, that's worth that is worth a listen for sure. And this video is now in there as well. I'm sorry I've taken up uh, 46 minutes. Um, come on in. Myra, come on in. And Keith and Jack, go. Asymmetrical warfare. Asymmetrical. We are already at war. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us in all truth. It is written, Galatians 6, 7 to 8, and this is in regard to asymmetrical war. Galatians 6. 7 through 8. Be not deceived. God is not mock. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Hallelujah. Amen. Keith. Phased array emissions is what that is. There's quite an altitude there. It sure looks like it to me anyway. That's it. Well, Keith, here's what I think it is, whether they whether we want to admit it or not, which is why they won't let reporters in there. This is clearly a result of some type of, okay, you could say it was a bomb. They set a bomb on it. Why would they set a bomb on a car out in the middle of nowhere, right? This is a result of some type of asymmetrical warfare. Now, whether it was the United States government, or the Chinese government? Well, I don't know. And I'm not here. I'm not here. I don't know. I don't know. But clearly, some type of fifth generational warfare is taking place right here. Some type of technological warfare, Mark Trump, that we've never seen before is being unleashed. Now, who's it being unleashed by? That I don't know. Jack. 1776, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants developed asymmetric warfare for the first time in global and world history and developed it into what it is today. We, the, the Francis Marion and the, the American army, the ragtags, beat the largest military force in the world by their, beat their, by their pants. And so we developed that. So we're, we need to look at this real close, Coach. You're right on target. Amen. Amen. So the asymmetrical warfare, friends, look, they keep you distracted, right? Does anybody, anybody remember but me when we were looking for Muslim terrorists behind every corner? Anybody, anybody remember that but me? How long ago was that? That we, we were afraid to go shopping because some terrorist was going to show up somewhere and use some asymmetrical warfare. By the way, friends, transgenderism, that's asymmetrical warfare. It, they, they got you looking at another weapon that's designed to do kill who? Why, the seed of the woman. So they're hitting us from so many different ways with so much unconventional warfare through the use of technology. Technology is how they're doing it. Information, Alex Jones was right. It's an information war. Okay, now I might've shown this yesterday, nine years ago, number seven, play this, don't play the whole thing, but I want you to know exactly what it is we're dealing with, folks. Manipulation of weather, is not something new. Go ahead. I, I may have showed this in the after show yesterday. Quickly. 
They were talking about climate change yesterday, and now we're learning that scientists and researchers are looking at how to change the weather on purpose. That's right. Lasers now could one day manipulate rain and lightning. CBS This Morning contributor Michio Kaku is a physics professor at City College of New York. Professor, nice to see you. Extraordinary seeing Al Gore and Bill Clinton there together with Charlie, wasn't it? That's global right. Warming, yeah. They right? did not get into this okay, discussion. No. <laughs> but it is fascinating. I mean, lasers, really, to change the weather? That's no. right. Well, as Mark Twain yes, once yes. famously said, everyone complains about the weather, but no one ever does anything about it. Well, instead of doing a rain dance, we physicists are firing trillion watt lasers into the sky to actually precipitate rain clouds and actually bring down lightning bolts. This is potentially a game changer. But this is experimental. It's experimental. However, in the laboratory so far it works. When you have water vapor and you have dust particles or ice crystals, you can precipitate rain. It condenses around the seeds. These seeds can also be created by laser beams. By firing trillion watt lasers, you rip apart the electrons, creating what are called ions. And these ions act like seeds, like dust particles, bringing down rain and even lightning. Go ahead. Well, I, I, this is fascinates me in part because, too, I remember reading the stories that China had used this during the Olympics, that the USSR had used this after Chernobyl to create rain clouds. I mean, w did those really work then? We have some of these capabilities now? Inconclusive. Even in the 60s, the CIA used this to uh, bring down monsoons during the Vietnam War. So I shout to Vietnam. Governments have been playing with this to. thing. Alleged to. Alleged to, right. Yeah. Now, we realize that for decades now, these governments have been alleged to have experimented with weather control, but nothing conclusive. This time we're bringing in the laws of physics rather than simply uh, waving our hands and uttering we're mumbo jumbo. Drought. We're actually using trillion watt lasers yeah. now. And in the laboratory, sure enough, they precipitate rain out of water vapor. Sure enough, you can actually bring down electricity yeah. down, the, down the beam. So what does it mean for drought areas that, that need to have rain for crops? And if they don't have them, uh, there's in the consequences of famine. Well, the bad news is if it's a clear blue sky, it's not going to do anything at all because it only takes water vapor that's already in the air and condenses it. However, for floods, for agriculture, for farmers, for people planning wading okay, parties. Well, you can stop. You can stop because, look, I'm running out of time. Friends, friends, come on, come on. Fires, horrible fire in Maui, global warming, global warming, global warming, Hurricane Hillary, Hurricane Hillary coming up through California. Oh, it's global warming, global warming. Somebody help me. Is there a hurricane coming up through through uh, Florida? Is there one heading up uh, the East Coast right now? Huh? Global warming, global warming, global warming. Why? Because that is the vehicle they are using to take away your liberties, your freedoms, friends. And we know this without any direction. When we went down, it was a Port Arthur. We've been to a lot of hurricanes. I'll never forget sitting there talking to that old man who'd lost everything. And he said to me, he said, I've never seen anything like it. That went from a cat two to a cat five in about three hours. He said, I've never been, I've lived here for 50 years. I've never seen anything like it. Why? Because it was weather manipulation. Because why? Global warming. Man-made global warming is fifth generational warfare. Friends, what's it all about? Hmm? Reduction of population. Seed of the serpent trying to destroy the seed of the woman. And lock you down and control how much how, how much money you make and whether you can spend your money. And if you don't behave, you can't, you can't buy this. And if you can't do that, you can't. And we'll have to get the population down to how many did they say? Hmm? Oh, my, 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 my. Crazy stuff going on. Somebody come on in. Quiet crowd here today. Quiet crowd here today. And the, the only way that they're going to be successful with this is if those of us who know the truth continue to keep our mouth shut, worried about being called uh, conspiracy theorists and all that kind of stuff, asymmetrical warfare. Craig, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Craig. Craig then Kevin. Okay, so this is all gonna this is all gonna kick off here on September 18th when the UN meets for sustainable developmental goals. 
all these things from Maui to whatever, the droughts are going to be used to put the noose over the globe. Mm-hmm. And it has to, and it has to do, I put it in the chat. I said, it's the sun first, it's weather manipulation second, and it's wicked men have crept in unaware third. It's the perfect trifecta to grab people's minds and take away their liberty. <laughs> oh, my goodness, your eyes would be open. Good one, Craig. Come on in, Kevin. Asymmetrical warfare. What do you think uh, the end of the 60s was with the hippie movement and yep. Woodstock? And yep. The summer of love. Okay, so what came out of that? Extreme feminism? Uh, abortion? Hey, sex, don't wait for marriage. Give it away free. That's all an attack on the seed. Yeah, all man. an attack on, on women. So... Yeah, and that was all asymmetrical, all funded. Sorry, sorry for the alarm. Uh, all funded by the communists, and most people had no idea that they were behind it. Think how many. Think how I saw. I just saw this. I don't know if you guys know this or not. The last election, ninety-one percent of Black Americans voted for uh, for Biden. Ninety-one percent of Black Americans. How many of those you suppose are Christians? And they voted what? to kill black babies. They voted to support Planned Parenthood. Because why? Because they've done race, 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 whitey, 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 race, 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 and what? And they've driven all of the moral black people into blindly supporting the Democrat Party. They divide and conquer the church, folks. Divide and conquer the church. And we see the same thing. White is the same way. Why is divided over union as if as if that's what it is? Divide and conquer is the oldest trick in the book. Man, Jack, go, then Clint. Go, Clint, because Jack's on pause. Go, Clint. That, that uh, CBS news Am I Jack, you got you got uh we can't all hear you, Jack. Go, Clint. When you say statistics like 91 percent of black america i don't believe any statistics it's true when it comes to elections because i'm telling you they are robbing elections they are putting in there i mean in georgia they said had the biggest corruption in the nation as far as uh you know you remember the night where in fulton county they had a water leak that wasn't a water leak yeah yep. and at that time um Biden jumped 10 points in in the election it's all crooked we got to get our elections straightened out or we're done for asymmetrical warfare man huh people are not people are not voting like we think they are they are that's a good point Clint well done polls Polls, asymmetrical warfare, trying to, polls are designed to direct you. We're followers by nature. So if they say 60% of black people support this, well, then if I'm black, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to be like all the other black people. I'm going to vote that way too, right? That's that's the way the game's played. Keith. They're going to get kicked in the shins. I mean, that's that's the bottom line. They ain't going to succeed. It's over. It's done. They're history. We are, you say? No, they are. They are. If we, if we rise up with the truth, that's a point I continue to make, right? It's going to happen either way. Think of the asymmetrical warfare in the church. Think of it. Evil men have crept in unaware, and they're teaching the stuff that isn't even the gospel, not even biblical, not even what the Bible teaches, and people believe it. Why? Seed of the serpent, baby. Tom Stout, come on in. Actually, it's me, Coach, but um, I watched uh, this group that I watch because they're sometimes funny, but um, this they had these a bunch of black men from Fulton County saying, Trump, he'd be a brother now. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it was, yeah, it was funny, but I thought, okay, so they're seeing it the way we are. Yeah, yeah, they are, they are. But like, but like uh, Clint said, but the voting doesn't count. It doesn't really matter anyway. Trent, wrap us up here, Trent. Trent.
Uh, thank you. This is why the, everybody needs a preacher, and this is why it comes back on the church, because uh, they need a preacher, Coach. We've been on this for two, three, four, five years, and people still see this, these hurricanes as natural, even though they see the Maui fires as the government doing it. But they need a preacher to stand in the gap and and be on the streets telling them. Amen. Amen. Now more than ever. So the battle is over truth. It's over truth. Think of the lies they're telling us in the sexual revolution, transgenderism, all that. Think of all that. And what is their goal? Their goal is to destroy the seed of the woman. See you tomorrow.